American Road Trip Talk begins after this message. Show us your Kodak catch and win big by entering the American Road Photo Contest. From scenic byways to famous highways, we want to see your favorite vacation pictures. Show us kites flying high at Kite Fest Louisiana. Breathtaking views at Port Washington, Wisconsin. A big catfish in Santee Cooper, South Carolina. The world's largest Van Gogh painting in Goodland, Kansas. The Idaho Potato Museum. Or Florida's Wiki Watchy Mermaids. Enter today at amroad.net slash photocontest. Again, that's amroad.net slash photocontest. And a special thanks to our sponsors. Santee Cooper Country, South Carolina. High Country, Idaho. West Baton Rouge Convention and Visitors Bureau. And visit Port Washington. Good luck and thank you for entering. The horizon is wide and the highway is calling. That means it's time for another episode of American Road Trip Talk. I'm your host, Gary Mance, with a welcome and an invitation to travel the byways and back roads of yesteryear, searching for America in every incomparable mile. Welcome once again, ladies and gentlemen. Glad to have you along for the ride. Glad to be working alongside Nathan Miller, our producer. This is American Road Trip Talk. We'll be back with the interview right after this. Hi, everybody. This is Anson Williams from Happy Days. And I want to bring attention to a life-saving product called Alert Drops. Drowsy driving is one of the most catastrophic problems in America, and Alert Drops will stop it. What is Alert Drops? Alert Drops is a simple spray on the tongue made out of citric acid, sour lemon, and water. A simple spray on the tongue, nothing in your system, and you're naturally awake, naturally alert. Go to alertdrops.com. Very important. Go to alertdrops.com and stay safe. In western Nebraska, Sydney used to be known as the toughest town on the tracks. Today, Sydney is home to family-owned restaurants and vibrant downtown full of unique shops. Plan your trip to Sydney and learn more at visitsydneyne.com. There's room to roam around the scenic byways in southeast Idaho's high country, and it's a great time to get away and decompress. Did you know Southeast Idaho is hot springs country? Come and relax in natural mineral water hot pools. Then visit one of their quirky museums like the Idaho Potato Museum, the Museum of Clean, or the Butch Cassidy Museum. Go to IdahoHighCountry.org to plan your trip. You're sure to find your favorite way to disconnect when you visit Idaho. Adventure, history, and beauty all await you on the Natchez Parkway, a national scenic byway and national park. This 444-mile drive takes you through some of the country's most stunning landscapes while also allowing you access to exciting communities along the way. From Natchez, Mississippi to Nashville, Tennessee, we invite you to explore the trace and discover America. Plan your trip at scenictrace.com. That's scenictrace.com. Alternative Talk 1150, online at 1150kknw.com. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Delighted to have you with us once again. Along for the ride, as we like to say. Nathan Miller is our producer, and today we have Suzanne Mitchell with us as well. Amy Beadle is the marketing manager of the Springfield, Illinois Convention and Visitors Bureau. She is the lady in the know. 
This is American Road Trip Talk. Yes, and today we travel to the land of Lincoln and the capital of Illinois, beautiful Springfield, celebrating 22 years. The International Route 66 Mother Road Festival brings street machine, muscle car, and hot rod enthusiasts to historic downtown Springfield for an incredible weekend of family entertainment. Amy Beadle, welcome once again to the show. Great to have you with us. Thank you, Gary. It's great to be here. We're so excited to be on again with you and to be talking about this amazing event that we have. Amazing event, the festival. Wow. That's our marquee item on the billboard. So Amy, why don't we get started by having you tell us, just set the table for a discussion about this amazing event coming up this month. Yeah. Thanks, Gary. As you said, it is the 22nd annual outing for this event, which we're very, very proud of. I mean, it's the International Route 66 Mother Road Festival. And as we like to say, the cars will be cruising into historic downtown Springfield. Um, and that will happen uh, September 22nd, 23rd, and 24th. I would say the biggest thing that people look forward to locally, uh, or one of the biggest things, is the Friday night cruise-in. So the cars come from the southeast part of Springfield, and they make a several-mile trek through town and then they cruise up historic route 66 on 6th street all the way up 6th street from stevenson drive and then they cruise into downtown and it's a night cruise so everyone is lit up and having fun with their vehicles some of them are kind of you know tricked out in very cool ways and it is quite the uh spectacle so we usually see somewhere around 2,000 cars in that parade coming into downtown on friday night so we kick it off with that and then we have the uh the festival uh begins Friday night with uh, music and entertainment and food and fun. And then all day Saturday, uh, the festival will continue on. And then Sunday, it'll culminate with uh, a morning 5K run walk. And then it will uh, have the award ceremony following that. And by the way, I'm glad you said 5K run and walk. <laughs> <laughs> I was at the walk part because that's what I do. So to make sure the walkers know we're always welcome as well. <laughs> And I have to tell you, Suzanne just slapped her forehead at the notion of 2,000 cars. 2,000 cars. <laughs> 2,000 cars. Does that take most a, of the night? Yeah, it takes it takes a couple hours, It's but it is so worth it. And it's it's kind of, you know, they, they have everything blocked off. So it's a parade of, of cars. So it doesn't take quite as long as you would think, but it does it does take quite some time. And, um, and there's just fun vehicles in between. And they'll have a, a grand marshal last year. It was the Heroes of Healthcare. Um, so a lot of times they'll do veterans or healthcare. It's uh, promoted by our uh, local um, Crime Stoppers of, uh, of Sangamon County. So uh, the entry fees go for a good cause. It goes to the Crime Stoppers uh, in our county to help pay out awards to, to catch the bad guys. Are these new cars, old cars, antique cars, tricked out cars, 1950s cars? What kind of cars? And if I had one of those, could I still get in the parade? Um, the answer is yes to all the cars you mentioned and then more. Um, you'll see one of every shape, size, color uh, imaginable. Uh, you know, you might see a Trans Am that looks like it was in Smoking the Bandit, and then you might see a 1950s something. Um, you know, it's all over the place. Um, and then, yes, you can pull up to the uh, registration uh, at the Capital City Shopping Center and register your car on site uh, and put it in the parade that night. So come on, come on over. I love that. And then there is the question of 
getting there, yes, but also budgeting. I have a feeling that with you in charge of the marketing and the brain trust that works around you, you must have thought of a way to fit a trip, a voyage, a festival like that into every budget. Absolutely. That's the great part about Springfield. We talked about that a little bit last time we spoke. Springfield is so affordable. Um, when you look at us compared to some other destinations, our hotel rates are affordable. When you get here, the food, the drink, the activities, uh, very affordable. Outside of the festival, we love when people come for this. We have tens of thousands of people that come. Um, we are looking probably somewhere around a thousand cars to be actually registered to compete, plus tens of thousands of spectators who just come. Admission to the festival, if you're not registering your car, is free. So you can come and do all of the fun things associated, the concerts. Um, we'll talk about the burnout contest here in a second because that's my favorite. Um, everything that goes on with this festival, you can walk up and enter the area and mill around and browse, and it's all free. If you want to register your car, there is a fee. Um, but outside of registering your car to compete, um, everything is free. Outside of the festival gates, we have the wonderful uh, Lincoln Home, Presidential Museum, the Dana Thomas House, uh, all the things that happen in Vibrant Springfield. And the majority of them are no cost to enter. They're donation only. Um, of course, the Presidential Museum has a fee, but that is for, for good reason. Um, but yeah, eating in Springfield, drinking in Springfield, staying in Springfield, um, we're conveniently located. So we feel like a lot of people uh, don't have to spend quite as much gas to get here because we're right in the middle of everything. Okay, what is the burnout contest? All right, do you wanna hear about that? It's so fun. So on Saturday at three o'clock is the Ezringhausen Imports burnout contest and it literally takes place a half a block from my office here at 7th in Washington and people can come and they can register their vehicles and they can literally um, in a safe and controlled environment with thousands of people gathered around watching them like a kid in a candy store they just sit and burn out their tires until they've literally just roasted them off of their trucks and cars and it's again it's so funny because you see some suvs you might see a yukon you might see like an old muscle car um these are just literally got usually guys but i think there's been a gal or two that they just want to get after it they put them up on the blocks they light them up and they just burn out i mean there's just the whole entire two block radius of downtown is just full of smoke it's probably you know Maybe to some it might not be fun, but to me, it is just a, a signature part of this event that you cannot miss. I'm curious to know, Amy, there, how has the event grown in stature, in crowd size, in prestige? Because if it's happening, I mean, you're celebrating 22 years. If my arithmetic serves, which is dicey, there, uh, this, it, this festival seems to have emerged out of the shadows of grief and shock after 9-11. Yes, so this festival was growing out of our office here at the Springfield Convention Visitors Bureau by way of an international grant that was offered. Um, and our staff had the foresight to say, we need to have a signature event. This was obviously 22 years ago. So um, well before today, when we're sitting here realizing that we are a significant part of Route 66 in this country. Um, and this was 
22 years ago. So it was just sort of a new, we weren't really on the map for Route 66. And so they had the foresight to come up with this um, this show. And it has been you know, extremely popular. It's grown in size and magnitude as every event does. It ebbs and flows over the years, you know, but it's always stayed very consistent. Um, the pandemic obviously took out 2020, but 2021, we said, no matter how big or small this is, we must get this back on the map because we cannot lose any more momentum. This is so critical to us. And we also wanted to be able to be celebrating the 25th International Mother Road Festival in 2026, the hundredth year of the uh, Mother Road. So that is going to be significant for us here in a couple of years. And we're very excited about that. It's a good point in our discussion to mention, and I've said this from time to time, it's great. In fact, some people I've read in books that people recommend that you start in Chicago and head west. Because if you go from, because it started there in, in Chicago and then it came through Springfield there, if you start from that vantage point in Illinois, there's more to see because of the development and what has remained. And it obviously every state that Route 66 travels through has something wonderful to see. But if you're starting from the east instead of starting in Santa Monica or Kingman, Arizona, for example, you get to see more. Yes. Well, yes, you definitely get that charged up energy coming through Illinois first from Chicago down to the chain of rocks bridge, because as you just said, um, the amount of things to see and do route 66 related in Illinois, we believe is probably more than any other state. Um, you know, when you look at, the, at, at everything that there is. Um, so yeah, I think if you started out West, you might lose a little luster for it. If you aren't seeing a whole lot of stuff back to back to back, where if you start in Chicago and you start through here, and especially I have to be proud of when you hit Springfield, you're going to know you're on route 66 and you are going to have to spend a couple days here because we are just emphasizing and building and recreating the assets here in Springfield. Um, and we could not be more proud of our heritage to Abraham Lincoln and our heritage to the Mother Road. Um, they are definitely uh, two rivals that we feel are extremely important to our overall tourism success. At the festival, Amy, what is the legend and landmarks passport about? Yes. Yeah, so that is something we have year round. It's called our Explorer Passport. Uh, one side is Abe's Hat Hunt, and that's a hat, that's a little um, scavenger hunt around some of the uh, top sites and attractions. And then it's a flip book. So you get to the middle, you turn it over, and the other side of the passport is our Route 66 Living Legends and Landmarks. And that um, would be 14 area businesses and landmarks that are uh, associated with or have history back to um, Route 66. So those are restaurants. They are um, other types of establishments, our Route History Museum. Um, it is also places like the Cozy Dog Drive-In. It is places like the Made Right Sandwich Shop, with which I have to throw in a little pitch there. Next year will be 100 years old, the first drive-through uh, in the nation at the Made wow. Right Sandwich Shop, still in the same caboose. And that started in 1924. So next year, we're going to be having a huge birthday celebration uh, for the Made Right. Um, and then also, which I know we'll get on to talking about, um, the uh, one of our living legends and landmarks, the landmark side is our new Gate 2 experience out at the Illinois State Fairgrounds. So we'll cover some of that here in a moment, but um, anyone can pick that up during the festival or any other time of the year. Um, and it's just a guide to show you things that you really absolutely, it's like the top 26 do not miss eats 
drinks and sites and attractions while you're here, which again, I can't emphasize enough, tells you that you must spend two to three to four days here in order to fully appreciate just the high level highlights of Springfield. And you can spend much longer if you really wanna start digging into uh, more arts attractions and cultural things. I envy you, Suzanne, because you've been to Springfield. You've been to the fairgrounds, right? I've been to the fairgrounds um, quite a long time ago when I was in high school. We were cheering on our cheerleaders and brought a couple busloads of people down. And our high school cheerleaders actually uh, placed first in state the year that we went down. So we had a wonderful cheerleading group from our high school outside of Chicago. And, and we still yeah. have the cheerleading competition. So <laughs> do you? Yeah. Oh, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Two two buses of screaming people. Just uh, <laughs> that sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> Back in the day. <laughs> you know, I was I was saying to Gary, and I don't know if you know the answer to this question. This might be a stump Amy question, but I was saying with Route 66 being the mother road and going for or almost 2,500 miles, I said to Gary, why wasn't it ever made an interstate? And do you have any idea when all the interstates were being done, why that route was kind of overlooked in that way? Have you ever come across anything in your research? So I've been, I, I do a fair amount of reading. I'm very fascinated by Route 66. I'm fascinated by the bypasses and how all of that happened throughout history. Um, I don't know that I have a specific answer to that. My, um, I guess my, my take on that from the things that I've read um, and studied would be that um, the most direct way from point A to point B. So Route 66 came along and that was kind of the savior to get people off of the old dirt paths and the wagons and, you know, then cars came, then Route 66 came. And then that was the heyday of cars traveling on that and all these businesses boomed and, you know, that whole history. Then all of a sudden, there was the, you know, the transportation highway uh, folks who were like, oh, this is a much shorter path and this is more direct. And and there were places where there was probably less to have to infrastructure and uh -huh. where these places were versus what would make sense to build an interstate system. So that's when all these bypasses started happening because they found more direct ways. And I think maybe that the Route 66 road wasn't quite the most direct way to get from point A to point B. And so when the highways went in, maybe they took a shorter path. And so they moved it out here and, you know, in a different location to try to make it make more sense for a long well, That's a great so answer, Amy. That's I my take. That's nothing yeah, educated, yeah. but that's just my take is that it was just the, the most, uh, the quickest, most effective way and the shortest way. Um, and then unfortunately it, it uh, meant bypassing so many of these wonderful businesses and, and towns that had built right. themselves on the premise of being on Route 66. So, but it is right. so fascinating today to see so many things coming back and so many of these cities, you know, Route 66 and the nostalgia of the road. Um, it's, it's definitely um, a, a big deal right now. And you think over the next couple, two, three years, it's going to continue to just be massive. Um, you know, anybody who's on that route can look forward to a lot of a lot of traffic and a lot of attention through that 100 year anniversary for sure. You know, that was the other thing that I was saying to Gary is at this point, I think a lot of people would like to get off the interstates. Mm -hmm. And so there's Route 66, where you can go through a lot of towns. Maybe it's a little bit slower, but maybe it's just a whole lot more interesting 
than being on uh, the interstates, which just can be backed up for miles with bad traffic. I, you know, sometimes I swear, I just don't want to go through Atlanta one more time. <laughs> or see one more billboard, right? You're just like, no, I just want off the beat, off the beaten path and nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Definitely a couple of things that I feel, um, you know, our society is coming back to. And that includes, you know, the Gen Zers and things like they want that more authentic experience. And I think that's where the younger generations are helping to, you know, re-energize the, the road. It's not just, it's not just those of us who, you know, have history, that type of thing. I mean, I think it's definitely something that is attractive to all generations. Right. And if you were there at the beginning, we would hope to keep our uh, people who are over 100 years old off Route 66. Well, yeah, off the road in general, <laughs> correct. Right. But isn't that encouraging, Amy, that the younger set, the younger generations feel the romance of the road? That they don't view Route 66 as purely a dinosaur among highways. There's mm-hmm. something worth preserving and to whatever extent possible, expanding and always something to celebrate. Absolutely. Absolutely. The the younger generations, I mean, we all are, but the younger generations are really about that authentic, unique experience. And you can't have that going whatever, 70 or 80 or however fast you go down the highway. You just can't. And so um, I think that that's, that's great for the future of, of the road and, and hopefully of some of these establishments that are, you know, uh, staying online through the 100th anniversary. There are so many places to visit in Springfield. I don't want to cheat anyone, but there are a few that really caught my eye. If you would, Amy, I'd love to hear a bit more about the Cozy Dog Drive-In. It's described in the official guide to uh, Springfield itself. The restaurant is a shrine to Route 66 and to itself, packed with mementos, clippings, and old signs, as well as with Mother Road souvenirs for sale. Now, for me, when I'm in Springfield, that's a for sure. Yes. Yes, Cozy Dog is definitely uh, a for sure on most people's list, just because it is third generation owned by Josh Waldmeyer. Um, and of course, we all know the story there. So um, he is keeping the legacy of his grandfather alive uh, with the original uh, Cozy Dog, which is the the uh, the corn dog on a stick. So um, way different than something you would get at the state fair. It's not a corn dog; it's the Cozy Dog. So different batter, different dipping system. They actually still have the tools and the the mechanism of which they specifically dip these, so that they all get that perfect coating uh, every time. And so um, you know, it's a it pays homage to. Um, Ed Waldmeyer and, um, you know, that family. And it's just a really cool place uh, to go. It's got so much history in there and you could spend hours just in there peeking around at all the things that are on the walls. And and it, it's a really great, great experience. And for those motorcycle enthusiasts and plenty of them listen to this program, Paul's Harley Davidson. I mean, to have a Harley Davidson right there and it evokes the Route 66 nostalgia. I looked at couple of pictures of it. Okay, I get it. Yes, I'm glad it's there. Yes, it's been a staple in our community for a very, very long time. And Diane and her family there um, are, they're very proud of their heritage here in Springfield and with the road. And they are located just out uh, kind of on the north end towards the fairgrounds area. They have a great um, uh, retail shop there. um, And it's just a really fun place to to pop into. Um, Not everybody has a 
uh, full Harley Davidson uh, store and shop in their communities. And so they're very active in the community. And um, as a matter of fact, they'll be hosting uh, here in a couple of weeks on September 10th. Uh, they do an annual and have done an annual ride since you mentioned 9-11 earlier. Since 9-11, every year they have done a ride. It's called the 9-11 Ride to Remember. And everyone stages at halls on uh, September 10th at 9 a.m. And then they take a caravan and it can be bikes, it can be Jeeps, it can be cars, it can be whatever, motorcycles. Um, and they caravan down to the Illinois State Capitol where the 9-11 Memorial uh, is at. And then they mm. do a ceremony down there. It's very, very powerful. It's definitely something else worth uh, coming to town for. All's Harley Davidson. And I've noted over the years that each Harley Davidson location has its own personality. So it's not a cookie cutter operation by any means. Right. Suzanne just pointed well traveling. Yes. Suzanne just pointed you, get to this one, get to this one. Route 66 twin drive-in theater. Hello, that would be a good time. Yes, it is so fun. Um, and, you know, as I said earlier, reading about and studying Route 66 more and more over the last few years, I've begun to understand that there's more outdoor drive-in movie theaters or some being brought back to life than I really kind of kind of realize there's there's a few around but certainly not something that you see on every street corner and Springfield is extremely uh lucky to have a twin uh drive-in movie theater so it's exactly what it sounds like there's two screens playing two movies on each screen per night um concessions and you know a little park for the kids and uh Doug Knight is one of our living legends uh as well on Route 66 so he has the twin drive-in he also has the dryland park with uh batting cages golf uh mini golf and then he also has a huge uh water park that is open seasonally there as well so all the fun stuff oh yes. absolutely before we must part amy please tell everybody where can they get ready and plan their trip online uh, they can get ready to plan their trip online at visit we have some great resources on there. So first of all, you can go through and see any of our sites, our attractions, our restaurants. Um, we have an event page, so you can certainly see um, every event that we have. It's in date order. So if you're looking for a specific weekend or you want to pick which weekend you're coming, all of our events are listed. We also have a full selection of blogs that we write. So people with any certain particular interest, they can grab a blog. And then lastly, we have pre-planned itineraries with tons of ideas of how to maximize the most out of your time here in Springfield. And again, I just want to mention really fast, when you are here, you must take in our new Illinois State Fairgrounds Gate 2 experience. And it includes our new Neon Legends Sign Park and 25 foot tall giant uh, that has been erected here in Springfield. And it is all part of our homage to the Route 66 um, Mother Road. Thank you, Amy Beadle, always a pleasure. Thank you. And thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in to American Road Trip Talk. Until next time, dream well and drive safely on the American Road. Hi, everybody. This is Anson Williams from Happy Days, and I'm so excited to tell you about American Road. It is the best car travel magazine in the world. They have the most fantastic adventures detailed in each magazine 
with all your itinerary. We could just jump in the car with your family and have the most fabulous adventures you've ever had in your life. Please, get a copy of American Road and start your own adventure.